0: This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Adele, and today is the best day of the week.
1: That's right. Hi, everyone.
0: You do not even I, need to intro even me. To bring you in. I'm it's here. Just, it just now assumes someone's feeling confident and cocky today. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. So today, I want to share a little bit about our dating life. And it might confuse you for a moment right? dating. And it's no secret, Lindsay and I are married. We've been married since May 19, 2018. Ooh. Right in the corner, by the time this episode airs, we're like closer to a one-year anniversary than we are to when we first got married.
1: Look at that.
0: I feel accomplished. You didn't divorce which, me yet.
1: Which means come May we'll be together for five years?
0: Yes. Yeah. Correct, I think.
1: Yeah. Five years. I'll go Married with it. for one.
0: Yep. But one of the, I'll say secrets, and this is a listener-requested episode. I put out a poll on, on Instagram just asking for ideas, right? What do you want to hear us speak about? There's are like, how do you keep dating your wife? Like, how do you guys keep dating? And me that you might not realize, even though we've been married, we still consciously date each other.
1: Yeah, it's so important. I and don't know if we've talked about that before.
0: I don't think so. I mean, we've dated each other even while we were quote unquote dating, right? Dating, engaged, all these labels that we put on ourselves. Like, it's all ridiculous to me.
1: Right. Just because you get engaged or married does not mean you have to stop courting your significant other.
0: Of course. And with that courting level, brings us into a nice segue of what I personally do. Like, I'll share my side to start with. So there's something that I do that I've shared before that was brought into my world from Wake Up Warrior, the the men's group started by Garrett J. White. Um, There's no longer a King's Kit, but there is wakeupwarrior.com if you want to check it out, um, where there's something that we do called the General's Tent, and I've adopted that, and I have my own methodology. It's a little different than what he trained on, what he taught me, but I train my clients something comparable. Essentially what you do on a Sunday, for me personally, is you spend a little bit of time planning out your week, but you also take a moment you look back at your past week and talk about your successes and failures and just what you want to itemize, what you want to change. One of the core components in that is taking some time on that day to plan an actual date with your significant other. Mm -hmm. Now granted, Wake Up Warrior is specifically designed for men that are married, right? But this applies to you if you're dating, this applies if you're On the rocks This this is literally something that will work for you Don't care where you're at in your relationship And if you're not in one right now Listen, take notes It will make your next relationship so much better Because I sit down on a Sunday And I think What would Lindsay want to do this week Not what does Ryan want to do Not what is convenient for me Like what does Lindsay want to do But I don't ask her Right, I'm not like This is not a conversation where I'm like Lindsay what do you want to do this week and we certainly have those days. Like, make no mistake, we mm-hmm. get—we're very fortunate to have a beautiful daughter that, of course, is not with us 100 percent of the time because she's with her biological father.
1: Right. That's the—it's divorce perks, is what we call those. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have to hire a sitter. We have a couple nights where we are just by ourselves.
0: We can just be us. And so I come up with some ideas of things that I think she might like. And one example that comes to mind as I'm sharing this episode is i know that she actually enjoys cooking like she enjoys kitchens she enjoys and physically like the design elements of a kitchen and I pot fillers kitchens. and all that. like it's, it's oh, her it's her deal give
1: me a pot filler i'm happy girl
0: so i'm like okay what can i do around that and i think about it and it's like okay well we could certainly cook a home-cooked meal right i, I could
1: mm-hmm.
0: lay out our kitchen and make it as fancy as i can like you know i can't remodel the whole thing right now but i can go to the store and buy food and like surprise her. And I've certainly done that before.
1: Absolutely. That's
0: that's an easy, I'll say low cost way to do things. So also these date nights I refer to, you don't have to be a multimillionaire. It doesn't have to be so lavish. Something that I've shared on other episodes, love plus fun equals connection. And so when I said, you know, okay, I've done the cooking at home thing and we can spice that up or do it together. We could do naked cooking, like name something. Like that doesn't really hit home. So I, there's something here in Columbus called, I think it's Sir La Table. Yeah. And if you don't have one in your city, Sir La Table, essentially, you have to book a reservation and you go and there's professional chefs there and they have all the supplies and all the ingredients and all the everything you need to cook. And they teach you how to cook this very nice meal.
1: Yeah, it's super fancy.
0: And we had never been there, at least not together. I don't care if she's been there with somebody else. It was before me. No, I'd never been. Well, wonderful. Either had I. But we pass it, right? It's, it's at a place, it's at a local shopping center called Easton Town Center where we literally pass it every time we go there. Mm-hmm. And so it pops in my brain and maybe it pops in my heart. Like I believe a lot of this comes from a higher power, right? It's not just my brain that's saying that. So I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. And so to start with, before I bring it up to her, I look in their calendar, right? I see what's available. I see the days and times because you have to make a reservation. This is not something you just get to wing. And so I see there's one or two options. And so I don't tell her what's going on. I say, sweetheart, like, what do you got going on this week? Well, I've got this, that, the other, all the things she does, right? Horse riding, kids, girl time, things. We all have things. And because we both don't have Gianna on Monday, typically Monday nights are good nights for date nights. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't have anything really going on Monday. I'm going to ride my horse, but I can move that around and do whatever. Beautiful. So I see go back into my office and not being sneaky, right? I'm just sitting in my office. I'm not really telling her why I asked that question. And knowing me, I could have literally like yelled out from inside the office, like just bellowed out through the house. (laughs) Like it's not as seductive as it might sound at this moment. But after she gives me that feedback and shares with me that information, I'm able to look and see, okay, well, there's appointments available at, at five and at seven and let's say at nine. And so I know we can make the seven, like I can make that happen. So I confirm and I pay for the 7 o'clock appointment. Now, I don't tell her. it's not, She's not looking for it. It's the email confirmation comes to me. And so then I start planning in my head, okay, what do I have to do to pull this off? Well, it's a 35-minute drive from our house to there, and I might as well say 45 minutes just to be safe. I don't know. That means I got to leave work earlier because I got to get home to pick her up and do some things that way. And I start going backwards. And I don't want to be there by 645. And so magically it's like, okay, I got to leave work by 5. I gotta do all these things. And I gotta tell her to be ready at our house, ready, dressed by six.
1: And then my inevitable question is, what should I wear? What are we doing so that I know appropriate style?
0: And I never answer that question. Never. My feedback to her is, I'll be wearing, and I share with her what I'll have on. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes there's a, a, a time where I'll say, look, you you can't wear open-toed shoes. You can't wear a skirt or dress. Right. But if it's not that specific, I just tell her what I'm going to be wearing and just say, just be ready by this time and look however you want to look. And she always puts herself together well, right? So it's not a thing of is she made up or enough or not. And so then I simply execute on that plan. I go. I'm home. I pick her up. We have conversation the whole way in the car. It's not about anything heavy, but it's also not about anything light. It's just wherever the conversation takes itself. We park. We get out, I hold her hand as we're walking down this you know, it's an outdoor
1: It's an outdoor shop, shopping center. Shopping center. Yeah. Right, like a mall. But it's yeah, outside. it's a mall, but it's outside and it's all lit up and stores and stuff.
0: And then we park at normal spots where we normally park and we just happen to walk right into Sir La Table. And she's super excited because it's it's new. But yeah, we, we stop done before. As we get there and we turn around and we take a picture with our phones like commemorating the experience with a selfie like holding our hand way out and like you can see Sirla table behind us Mm -hmm. like the sign and then we go inside and we're present right now there's things with kids and phones can't always be away and these this stuff but like while we're there other than taking some pictures and i love my wife she's posting on instagram and all this stuff of like where she's at because she's excited right so there's this double-edged sword on my side of like being present and like wanting her just to be enjoying the moment and also like all right, I knocked this ball out of the park because she's so happy she's taking (laughs) pictures real time and posting it. Right. And so she's posting it. I probably post one or two once I see that she does it and then it's pretty much phones away. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there and we're conversing with other people and we're cooking new meals and we end up buying stuff we don't need for inside the kitchen. I've used them
1: though. Yeah, but the one
0: thing you literally use is like a dish rag holder. It was not supposed to be a dish rag
1: holder. No, and the little tablespoon measuring thing and the scraper.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. You sure, you, you, she uses them. I love them. They everything. have
1: the the coolest kitchen gadgets. <laughs> Side note,
0: <laughs> which is great. And so we buy it, and then we like we're we're done by nine thirty, maybe, maybe even nine. And then we have a great time and hold her hand, and I go to the car and I open her car door and she gets in, and we have another conversation on the way home, and then we're home,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And I won't speak for how that makes you feel, but for how it makes me feel as a man is accomplished. I came up with a plan. I executed the plan. It was one that I didn't need feedback from somebody else. It also establishes me. This will piss off some of you ladies, but only because you're not being honest with yourself. Women like men that take control. It doesn't mean controlling. There's something I believe genetically coded into our DNA where Women want a strong powerful man. That does not mean egotistical. That does not mean maniacal That does not mean they have to be super big and muscular Yeah,
1: but people that are gonna view it that way are gonna spin it however they want to
0: sure But I want to frame it up the right way, right? Like if you're in a relationship as a man right now and you're struggling right there's something that's not quite going the right way There's a chance you just need to show back up as the man that takes control Like you think about when you first started dating I guarantee when you first wanted to ask the girl out that you asked out you asked her out. She said yes. And then you came up with a plan. And then you picked her up at a time. You probably surprised her unless you asked where she might want to eat because you want to make sure she did not have allergies or some dumb shit like that.
1: <laughs> allergies <laughs> are real stupid.
0: Every place that we would ever go to, even if you had allergies for shellfish. Yeah. Even the, the most base level seafood restaurants have chicken. Mm-hmm. So it's a thought that counts, right, especially as you start. And that the thought that counts never goes away because that's ultimately what the date night is. It's yes. not the fact that you spent $100 on dinner. It's not the fact that you took somebody to the fanciest restaurant or you bought the nicest flowers. It's that you as a man stopped the busyness of your day and made a woman in your life feel important. Important enough that you planned out a whole series of events and then showed up and were present enough to pull them off. Mm-hmm. And then were present enough on the way home. Now, men, we're pretty myopic, right? We we're we're kind of like single-tracked individuals. We care about being fed, and we care about another F-word. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the, the path that we go down. And paid. Yeah, we do care about being paid as well, but some of us, right, that could be even pushed to the side as long as we're having good enough sex. Oh, okay. And so, of course, we got fed, right? We went, we went to the table. We had a nice meal. We made it for ourselves. We ate it. It tasted good. And I will leave up to interpretation the fact of if the other F actually happened. <laughs> but I can guarantee you that there's a much higher likelihood in that evening than most other evenings to have that be something that happens. Right. Not that I don't believe we should ever do something for personal gain. Like good things come to those that wait. <laughs> but let's be real. You put in the work. You do things the right way. You might get laid in the end. Mm-hmm. How did all that stuff make you feel, sweetheart?
1: Well, I mean, you you pretty much just answered it, right? It 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 made me feel that you were being thoughtful and considerate, and you looked at the date as something I would want to do from my point of view, so that made me feel important. made me feel like you were, um, you know, truly thinking about what I would enjoy and not, I don't know anything that you would enjoy that I wouldn't enjoy. Typically, we like to do the same things, but say I am, you know, you want to go alligator wrestling and maybe that's just not my deal, what?
0: Well, I'll stop. Like, I think it's preposterous to pay to go somewhere to cook your own food. Steak on a stone, ridiculous to me. Oh, yeah. Surla d- table, ridiculous. I paid pot. a bunch of money, melting pot. I paid a bunch of money to show up somewhere for somebody to give me raw food so I can cook it myself and then eat it. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, I but took I him to the melting
1: p- pot once for one of our, my planned date nights, and he was like, I don't get this. I don't get this at all because I'm sitting here and we're paying a bunch of money to, to sit and cook our own food and it's taking forever to cook on top of that and, you know, I don't get it. Well, it so was the experience.
0: It was the experience, but that was a date night. Not that it was failed, right? Because there's an effort. Yeah. but where, I
1: hadn't been. You hadn't been.
0: Where Lindsay might have danced on the wrong side of the line. Well, she, As she's planning the date night, she didn't stop and think like, what are things that my husband or fiance, I don't remember, probably fiance at that point, what are remember. things that he would really like to do? Yeah. Because running through that filter first as you plan a date makes it so we're not cooking shit in cheese <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of money when I don't like cheese that much and I don't want to cook my own food. It was still an experience. I'm yeah. glad we got to go.
1: It was more for the experience than the, the the food thing. But yeah, so I it, back, back to the original question, I... It made me feel important, like you were really thinking about me and putting in the effort. And then, of course, you did all the right things by opening my door and, you know, holding my hand, which, to be honest, as we get busy in life, you don't always do. Nope. I mean, it, I think I'm the first woman that you've ever held hands with and opened doors for because I asked that of you.
0: I probably open doors for other people, right? Not as a consistent Car doors,
1: not, not like doors, doors into buildings because you always do
0: that. Yeah. And even car doors sometimes, right? Like it's, I have no problem saying I get self-consumed and this game of life that we play is not a game of perfection. Like I'm, I'm consistently working progress. Like I don't ever want to come off as you listen to this, that I have all this stuff figured out that I'm a perfect husband or a perfect boss or coworker or coach. Like there's some things and I don't always open your door. Yeah. No. Now I also feel like you are perfectly capable when it's raining we don't have an umbrella. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, got it. I
1: got it. You have two very
0: functional hands I and your it. legs work. Like, yeah, you got it. I got it. Uh-huh.
1: But yes, I, so those things then leading up to what we've talked about about intimacy before on, on a podcast, when you pay attention to a woman and she feels important and she feels beautiful and she feels like she is being put first, then those things are emotional keys for her to then feel open for intimacy. Men, you can purely just be physical. It doesn't matter. You, you just.
0: Yeah, not all of us.
1: Right. Not all of you, but majority. Uh-huh. Majority, it's just a physical aspect, a, a, a means to an end. But women need more of emotional connection first. Not all women, but majority.
0: That's fair. I mean, right now, screw it. We covered it in a pre-show. We just thought, told it to Kurt. I'll own this stuff. <laughs> like the the physical side of how my body is working right now, like I'm back to this. It, maybe it's this time of year, right? Because it was December of last year where all of a sudden I look down and as I have a beautiful wife that is now my wife who I love, honor, respect, appreciate, I go on date nights, I do all types of stuff. I come home, I've, left, I've done a great job of leaving my phone away, like I'm completely yeah. present in the moment, I don't give a shit. And then we go to bed and it's not that late <laughs> and I look down and I'm like, Man, my 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 twig and Google berries are just not up for up for action. He's out. There's in, nothing happening. In Three minutes. <laughs> we, I want to work into it, and it's just.
1: He does does have, he has no sex drive? None. No,
0: it's crazy right now.
1: Yeah.
0: No, no, I don't get it. Right, like I got it last year. Right, complete lack of testosterone. There's some right. You
1: stopped that, all your anabolics.
0: Yeah, but here we are, a year removed, and granted, I've had prescriptions and all those things for very low doses. And even then, there's been a sporadic use. Really, I can't even say use, right? Like, it's super sporadic. And what I typically do is it's like a Band-Aid at that moment. It's like, okay, sex drive has been down. Like, I can get a little jump start. What's crazy is when I get jump started, like, when you you jump start me, (laughs) like, I'm ready. The action's there. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like, my, my...
1: you're just not the initiator ever. No, really right I mean, <laughs> I'm not
0: running at a B. Plus, I'm not running at an A plus level. I'm not A plus game in this, but I'm, <laughs> I'm certainly in the A range. I'm not maybe A minus sometimes. Certainly a solid A. A plus is a, is a rarity. Last weekend was an A plus.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I brought an A plus game. You did bring an A plus game.
0: That's surprising. <laughs> I don't even know why I got off on this tangent. I, just, I know.
1: I was. This was not. This was not the subject, honey.
0: No, but it happens, right? Like that's the other side of life. Our Our relationship is different because we're secure enough in how we communicate that. What had could happen for some people? All of a sudden, we had three years of heightened intimacy, mm-hmm. right? And granted, I had some external stimulation, uh, being anabolics, right? External gas on the fire, however you want to say it. Yeah. Also had a, a smoking hot girlfriend, fiance, now wife, right? That helps a lot. But when that dies off, it's not because we're married. It's not because I don't love you. It's not because I'm not attracted to you. It's not because I'm cheating on you. It's not because there's somebody else. A hundred percent, it's not because I'm masturbating. Like, we can go down this list of things as you're sitting there thinking, like, it's one of these other things.
1: Yeah. No. It's just not. I know. And I know you, so I don't even, like, those things don't even cross my mind.
0: No, but it's because of the security and the, the amount that we communicate. Right. Right? Like, there's there's no secret like i would have no problem telling you if i'm uh flogging the dolphin every once in a while <laughs> like the dolphin's dead it's not even <laughs> swimming it's not going anywhere it's not jumping out of the water oh honey i know it'll come back i
1: know but like and yes it'll come back and i mean we've talked about this before like you've run yourself so hard with your clients and and work and all that and your days are extremely long and there's just a thousand things going on all the time that when you finally get to this safe space of home with the security of your family and just the it's just the safest place, the quiet zone. Your body finally is like, OK, and you're out. Oh, yeah. you're just out. It just I mean, well,
0: yes, but I, I want to make sure like and I'll, I'll definitely pad myself up here when I get home at 745. I'm not asleep by eight.
1: No, 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 no. I have
0: dinner. I'm present. We have dinner. We play games. We do do stuff stuff with G. We watch some, you know, not even mindless TV. Like that doesn't happen typically until G goes to bed. We turn on something just to decompress, but we're still having conversation. We're touching each other on the couch. What happens is the minute we go to our bedroom and I lay down. Yeah, he's done. It is over. (laughs) Right. Like it's not even like. It's
1: typically over on the couch though. Yeah. We get to a point. When you sit down.
0: And like maybe that's the solution. Maybe it is, you know. We go to bed at 9.30. Well, it gets tough. We have a kid. Kid's kid. We have a kid. We have a kid. Then when she goes to bed at 9, it's super tough to, uh, like, we need more sound deadening for our room.
1: (laughs) I know, because she doesn't, like, now that she's older, she pays attention to what goes on, and she's not, she can be upstairs at 9, but she's not asleep.
0: No. And so what happens is, you know, we wait for her to go to bed, and we watch TV or do whatever we do for that period of time, talk. And I certainly know by ten o'clock, like I I want to be in bed. Like I'm exhausted at that yeah. point. And so we go up to bed and it's it is ten o'clock at that point. Then you brush your teeth and wash your face and do the stuff that you do, and I do the stuff that I do, and it's like it's over. Like you, more times than not, you get in bed and I've already been drooling. Yes. Which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, just it's uh It's
1: just what it is right now, honey.
0: Yeah, but I don't want that. I know. I wanna I wanna be tearing off items of clothing and having to replace them because I rip them. <laughs> but that's just not currently the reality of the situation. Now I suppose from the way that I teach people, and the way I believe because I've made a conscious awareness that I can choose to act differently. Right. But there's some physiological responses that just aren't happening. Right. And for those of you that are more medical based people that are listening, like I'm not storing additional body fat right now than typical. Right? I, I wouldn't say my body composition changed. My scale weight's almost identical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of muscle that I'm carrying is almost identical. My sleep patterns are super consistent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My REM sleep is consistent. Dietary things might not be all where they should be, not from the fact of eating junk food, like bad food.
1: I just don't think you're eating enough.
0: Yeah, like I burn, give or take, seven to 8,000 calories a day. And if I'm lucky, I'm probably eating 3,000. So I think the calorie deficit could be part of it. But there's something going on inside that is just like, I'm thirty four, almost thirty five. I should be like you as you're listening, if you haven't seen my wife, go to go to her Instagram, Lindsay Nidell, <laughs> or watch this on my page, or go to YouTube and type in fifteen minutes to freedom. Like you'll see, I'm, I'm i got a full deck of cards that are stacked in my favor.
1: That's right. Well, across thank you, me at the table. Yeah, thank you.
0: You're welcome. So I spend all that around from the fact of intimacy from a date night.
1: Yeah, I mean that's typically Right when people go out on dates, especially when you're parents and you have that connection time that's not an identifying or not a place where you just identify as being a parent, where you're basically who you were as a couple before kids existed, because that gets lost, right? It gets lost real quick because then all you're talking about is the kids and what they've got going on. And like, remember what it was to be a couple and find that space before you identify as parents, identify as husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever your status may be. And then that typically leads to intimacy at the end of the night, because that's what the date night is for. It's for holding space for each other, reconnecting. And when you reconnect with your spouse, then physically you want to reconnect.
0: Absolutely. But I also wanna share a, a slightly different perspective, because there's a chance as you're listening, your relationship is not as coherent as Lindsay and I's. Yeah. I had plenty of clients that are currently married that when I met them, that part of their life, if we look at the four quadrants of, a, I'll call it the four dimensional reality I believe we can live, that was a quadrant that was on life support. Not sure if they were gonna stay married, not sure what was gonna happen, zero intimacy, zero connection. And you get to the part of like, okay, we're coaching, Like, let's talk about date nights. And it's like this gasp, like, oh, what is that? I can't do that. You don't understand, Ryan. We, we don't even talk. It's not possible. No, it, it is possible. Like, the absolute reason as to why this should happen is because you don't currently talk.
1: Right, you have to make a choice to do it.
0: Yeah, and set aside time and make that person feel important. And I don't care if you're a woman that's listening or a man, right? I've got clients on both sides of that fence that have went through their own process of progress and have recalibrated what it means to be in a relationship. But it's the fact of literally, like, leaning in and just owning it, right? Like, I still love you. I realize that we have not communicated the right way. I realize I have not shared with you what I'm thinking and feeling. I have some things planned. Now, can we go start over? Not all these things that we think we need to say. Like, you're not no. starting over from anything. Like, magically, you can't say, can we start over? And it just forgives the fact you've been an asshole for two or three years, six years, 10 no, years. No, but
1: you have to start somewhere.
0: But you start at the fact of just courting again, right? right? You don't have to, you're not going to dinner to solve the world's issues. You're not going to fix what you messed up in one dinner. You're not going to magically come home and have passionate sex. If you haven't had sex in months, like that's not what this is. It's a fact of realigning yourself with what actually caused the relationship to start. Why did it get, why was it good? Because you didn't get married or you're not with somebody for three or four years because it wasn't good. Right. Like it had to be good at one point. And so lean into that stuff, right? And keep the conversation not light, but you're not there to argue. Like you're not going on a date night to talk about really heavy stuff.
1: Yeah. And try to have some kind of physical touch. I'm not talking about intimate touch, but like holding hands, walking into a restaurant, holding hands or touching legs at the table, something that gives you that physical connection to that person because that, when you love someone, sparks an emotional response that's like a physical need.
0: And I will expand upon that just one step further. So I love where you're coming from. But let's say, and this is not to throw anybody in the bus, you had been married before and there was a point in your relationship where you knew the relationship was on life support, if not even flatlined, right? You needed some charging paddles. Fair? Uh-huh. If at that point your ex-husband had tried to take you out on a date and tried to hold your hand and tried to play foot to the end of the table, there's a chance, I don't, didn't know you then, I certainly don't know how your dynamics of all the part of your relationship, but there's a chance that there's been so much separation at that point, that is actually too far.
1: Mm, I don't know, I can't answer that question because I'm a person that likes physical touch and I was neglected for so fucking long that a little bit of something would have made a huge difference for me.
0: What I agree with that, and I'm sharing this because to me as a man, if you open a door for a woman, like you're, you're opening the door so she walks into an establishment before you, it's a perfect time to kind of guide her in and gently touch the small of her back. Like engage, right? If, sure. If you'll know from the way that you feel, from the way that she looks at you, from the way she doesn't, to the way she walks quicker to get in front of you, you'll know where that balancing point's at in that moment. Yeah. The handhold can be a lot, right? That can be, especially if you've had no touch at all and you reach for a hand, there's a chance that could be like, what, what is this guy doing? <laughs> like, it, Which is
1: so sad and strange coming from a husband to wife or vice versa.
0: Yeah, but there's relationships I that know. get there.
1: Hey, I was there.
0: Yeah, we've all been there, right? I've had failed relationships that I certainly have pulled away from and done all that stuff. It's not a thing of necessarily the past. It's just the fact of I want to share with you as a man that's listening, like I, because I'm, I have dealt with this now with multiple clients. You just start with what feels natural. Right, it's going to feel a little unnatural, right? There's there's a part of this that because you haven't went on a date and you haven't made time and the kids have gotten the way and all this stuff has happened, where you forgot to date your wife, and so it feels really strange to start with. So maybe you can't physically leave the house. You don't have the money for a babysitter. I've had that happen before, right, with clients. There's all types of things. She works, you work. It's tough to find time. A date night can literally be making sure the kids are all in bed by nine or in their bedrooms, and you sit on the couch. Or you go outside and you just have one-on-one time where you just talk and just be. Mm -hmm. And do something that makes her feel special, especially if you're a man. And just see where it takes you. Warm up to the point that three weeks from now your goal is in your mind, you want to be able to rub her feet on the couch. And have her receive it and not want to kick your fucking jaw in. (laughs) Because men, as you're listening, there are plenty of us that are so hell-bent on the fact that money is going to make our families happy and that's the litmus test for success, that we lose sight of what really matters. And I've been there before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like all that stuff will go away eventually. It'll go away because you die. It'll go away because you spend it. It'll go away because you lose it. It'll go away because you never had it. What doesn't ever go away is like actual love. Real, honest love doesn't go away. We might do everything we can to burn it to the ground, but it doesn't ever really leave. I can assure you, Real love between my wife and I, I gave her every re- reason in the world to have it go away. It didn't mm-hmm. go away. At the same point in time, I had a bunch of money. I gave it every chance to leave, and it went balls out. It was gone. <laughs> See ya. Bags packed, it's out the door. <laughs> same time in life. Mm-hmm. So it's just important to start, right? You don't have to have, well, it's so important to say it over and over again, you don't have to have a bunch of money. I no, get you it. don't
1: have to do anything fancy either. It's not a big, It's it's just the thought and the effort, not the experience like the place the thing the present it's not a it's it's a it's a thought
0: yeah it's a saying i'll say over and over again love plus fun equals connection
1: yeah it's the experience that you get to have with your significant other and just be
0: yeah and this another thing that was uh, just pops in my head before we wrap this up many of my clients had lost sight of what their significant other boyfriend girlfriend husband wife like to do for fun
1: hmm.
0: like you've become so disconnected or so self-consumed that you forgot to ask what your partner wants to do for fun because it's super easy to plan a date night if you remember the last time they laughed in your presence and what were you doing then create a comparable experience to re reinitiate some of those you know positive response feedback loops mm-hmm. but when i ask a client like what's your wife like to do i don't really remember i don't know
1: somebody asked you that what do you say
0: ride horses <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know hang out in kitchens <laughs> go yeah, like there's things Yeah. Mm-hmm. experience new restaurants mm-hmm. you know um i'll say like shopping for like home good stuff right? oh like man you like i'd to, love
1: to shop for house stuff
0: and it doesn't have to be big expensive stuff like no. right, there's there's a list of things that are that way i would say new experiences that are things to better your body and the way that you feel. Float tanks, cryogen chambers. Love that stuff, right? Like we've got we've got yep. things that we do that you enjoy. And so if those are the six things, then I can write down like, okay, what are all the off offshoots of that? Like, okay, maybe you know your wife likes to ride horses, but you don't have the money to physically own, lease, buy a horse. Like, is on, on the table? I guarantee there's like a, a horse riding apparel store. There, I don't even know what those places are called, <laughs> right? Like there's
1: yeah uh, yeah ta- a tax, tax store. store.
0: There's a tax store somewhere you can drive to and like plan a date around going to the tax store and like asking her what she likes and why these things are important. Because I knew nothing about it, right? I've been to the tax store now twice. Not that it was even a date. It was just I went either because I was forced to or because I was curious. Probably more like I was forced to.
1: I didn't know you've ever been to the tax store.
0: Yeah. Hmm. We went there together. Which one? The one that is off of... uh 71? No. Po- Polaris? Yeah. Huh.
1: All right.
0: That's like by the overpass where yeah, Ryan yeah. Brown's boxing gym used to be. We yeah. had that conversation. It's over to the left. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize you had ever been in there. I've been in there so many times that I forget who's been in there and who's not been.
0: So that's the other thing, man. When you do things out of, <laughs> out of love, there's a chance that your wife is just not going to even remember you went there.
1: No, nope, I really can't recall this. I feel like we talked about it and I showed you where it was, but I don't know if you've been in there. It's okay. I believe you.
0: We went in the back section where there's no longer it's not all fancy and nice. There's little linoleum pads or whatever, and yeah, there's yeah, a discount yeah. rack. And yeah,
1: yeah, okay, I got it. They had stuff there. Yeah. Yep. Now I remember.
0: Uh huh. I've certainly been there. It's awesome. It's great. <laughs> it's, huh. Super so rememberable. Remember also <laughs> as you're listening, <laughs> don't do things for external validation. You know, if you got you got to do them for yourself. Put yourself first. Yep. Because other people will let you down at least fifty percent of the time.
1: Yeah. Well, you did it for me because. You know, I like to do that stuff, but I'm in there so often that I I didn't remember you do that for me. Thank you, honey.
0: You're welcome. Mm. Super impactful.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it.
0: I think any of these tips, if you can apply them to your dating life, your relationship life will help you lead a more fulfilled existence with your partner. Like it's just, we make things so complicated and what loses most people, especially as I work with them, is like, it can't be this easy. It just can't be this easy. Like, what do you mean this is all, you got, all I have to do? Like, just trust the process. Just dead serious. Just do it.
1: It is that easy, though.
0: Yeah, it's like show up, be present, plan, stay accountable, do the right thing.
1: Yeah, pay attention.
0: Tell somebody you love them when you love them. Create some healthy habits around making sure you itemize time for yourself mm-hmm. and your partner. you got to put yourself first. And then life gets better and relationships get better. And I am certainly hoping after tonight's episode that we get a little raising the flag tonight.
1: (laughs) You're trying to get fresh, huh? I
0: would I would love to. In my mind, (laughs) we are. We'll see how
1: that goes by the time you get home.
0: We are we are going there. We are visiting P Town, Pound Town, not not the other P that could have been bad bad choice of. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Wrap it up, sister. Take us home.
1: I really hate when you do that to me.
0: Why? It's so so easy. It's just take the lessons that we taught you today. Take some of the things that have worked for Lindsay and I, and if you apply them to your life, every day thereafter you'll be able to- Get
1: shit done.